So I think an interesting fact to start off this third installment of Tell Me More is the active agent of Roundup is actually scientifically called glyphosate. And it acts as an inhibitor of the plant enzyme EPSP, which is 5-enolpyruvalshigamate-3-phosphate. And that is part, that enzyme is part of a biosynthetic pathway within plants. And EPSP is not found in people. It's only found in plants and microorganisms. So it's a very easy thing to target without hurting um, humans and their synthetic pathways. And so what happens is, is it has two... Um, active domain regions and what glyphosate does is it acts um, and it binds to one of those active regions and thus the enzyme doesn't work the pathway is shut down and thus your weeds they die and it's kind of special because instead of breaking the p the phosphate to oxygen bond of pep um, this enzyme actually usually breaks this carbon-oxygen bond of PEP, which when I was doing my research, um, apparently that's pretty rare. And just for scientific sources, I got this information from <laughs> the Proceedings of the National Academy of Sciences of the United States of America and Science Direct Effects of Glyphosate and Aminomethylphosphonic Acid on Isogenic Models of Human Blood-Brain Barrier. I don't want to be sued. So I yeah, don't want to that. either. Yeah, I like but that's that. some good information. I Weren't think. you telling me that it like oh. can affect your brain? Yeah, like so, really bad. Yeah, the reason why this is an interesting fact is that um, we've been using Roundup so much that mm -hmm. now they can find traces of this glyphosate um, in urine. So yeah. it's going through our bodies, and so what. <clears throat> The research from the Texas Tech Health Sciences Center School of Pharmacy found is that glyphosate can affect blood-brain barrier integrity and that it can diffuse across the blood-brain membrane. Yeah. So I thought that was really interesting and this is being sprayed on all yeah. of our weeds. I think there's so many things out there that are we like just do and use and it's actually going to come back to haunt us in the end, yeah. you know? Like, all this cancer-causing stuff. I mean, not to be, like, one of those crazy people that are like, everything's going to cause cancer. But, I mean, I don't know. But some of it, I mean... I think, I think we just are quick to join a trend and start doing stuff without mm -hmm. realizing what the effect is on our body. Yeah. Yeah. That's why I think organic and biochem are so cool, because, like, literally, like, that's what this is. Just yeah, you know what's going into your body, and I'm just out here, like, not knowing at all. You also took organic. Okay, but did I pass? <laughs> Barely. <laughs> okay, but Just I for the listeners out there, I got exactly a 70%. Exactly. Like, if <laughs> no. I would have gotten one point less, I would have gotten a D, and I would have failed. So, I just want to put that out there. That's really, that's really brave. <laughs> but also, what did I do somewhere during class? Oh, you played the Zach and Cody game? Uh-huh. I did nothing. <laughs> so, I didn't study. And you know what, kids? You can do it, too. You don't have to study. What? You don't have to. <laughs> no. No, 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 And you no, know what? Backtrack, backtrack, you, no, no, no. backtrack. You don't have to study. Drop out of school, okay? I say, let's just roll the intro music. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Hi, welcome.
welcome back to Tell Me More, the podcast, where I'm Kate, and this is Summer. She's I'm so distressed. She's still distressed about our intro, and that's fine. Um, but I say we just move right along from that yeah. <laughs> intro into yeah. our episode this week. Thank you guys for listening. This is our third week now. Woo! We're doing good. You got a full year of us. We just signed up for a full year of podcasting. So yeah. get ready. There's going to be like 52 more episodes. No. Oh my gosh. No. How many... 50, there are 49. There are going to be 49 more episodes for you to listen to. Oh, yeah, because you got to do yeah. that. Yeah, it's going to be pretty impressive. So, mm-hmm. I mean, without We got to get our money's worth of the subscription. That is true. So, we will not let you down because we've invested money. Yeah, and we're hoping to get some of that money back. Maybe if you guys listen, subscribe a little. Kate <laughs> has higher dreams than I do, but you know what? It's okay. <laughs> Whatever, it's fine. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, what are we talking about this week, Summer? I don't know. You have the list in front of you. I, I thought we were talking about coming of age movies. Okay, I wanted to make sure that was the first thing on the list, and I didn't go out of order. No, that's yeah, right. Okay. That's right. Because I think we have very polarizing opinions on we do. coming of age films. We I hate really them. Do. I despise them. I, I I hate some of them. I don't I don't think they're all bad, but I think some of them can be bad. I've yet to find a coming of age film that I'm like, oh, I really love this. Yeah. I, what's the first one? What is our first movie that we need to talk about? The first one uh, is one that we have both watched is Lady Bird. Yes. Um, I thought it was okay. Me too. I honestly wasn't blown away. Nothing to write I mean, about. I love Sersha. I love her as a I person. I like the memes about it on Twitter. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. Um, we have a friend that really loves coming of age movies. And so yeah. we have been forced to watch all of them. I don't know. I think Lady Bird is just a little dry. I'm not much of a, a like, movie. It's like I'm not like a film type. You, you don't you know what I'm talking about? Films. I'm not film Twitter. I'm not, yeah, you know. A film major. Exactly. And so I watch movies to be entertained. Yeah. I just accept the be... fact that I'm relatively, like, just not cultured enough to Yeah, and I'm okay things. with that, though. Like, I love taste. movies for the entertainment value. Like, I love Marvel movies. And are they the best <laughs> movies ever? No. But do they entertain me? Do they get the job done? Yes. <laughs> and that, like, if I'm going to sit for a whole two hours, I'm going to want to have something yeah. interesting happening. Yeah. Rather than just watch someone age day by day. Yeah. I think that part of, like, the thing about coming of age films is that they're just so slow. Yes. And like you said, they're, like, day by day. And you're just like, oh. You're, like, you get bored. Yes! Yeah. I get bored in all of the coming-of-age films. Yeah. Like, I just am not into it. Another... Do you have any other comments about Lady Bird? I don't know. I want to say something, though. I think we, as a generation, get okay. bored easily, right? That is true. I that think, is true. So it's a little bit of a mm-hmm. self-imposed burden. It is. I think we are just so focused on entertainment and social media and just mm-hmm. constant gratification. Instant gratification, I guess yeah. I should say. Um, that we're constantly looking for something new and exciting. And I think coming-of-age films, they're just kind of slower-paced. They're yeah. like a reset. I think that's true, though. I will not to, like, be super, like, self-aggrandizing, <laughs> but I do enjoy other slower-paced films and things that are on, like, a deeper level. Like, not everything has to be, like, a screaming match 24-7 mm-hmm. in a movie for me. And so I just really think it's the genre for me. Oh. I think it's just slow movies in general. Oh. I can't do but yeah, Lady Bird, it was fine. It was okay. I don't 
I don't know. What Tomo did I give Bay, it? Chalamet. What did I give it on Letterboxd? That's Which, the real by the question. way, guys, if you haven't gotten Letterboxd yet, get the app. It's really good. You can track your movies, oh, I don't rate have the them. App. <laughs> I'm a fake fan. Oh, really? I just log in on my computer every single I... time. But I never watch a movie away from home, really. Yeah. I mean, if I go to the theater, I could probably true, do it. True, true. You know. I gave it four stars, actually. Which is kind of... I kind of want to change it. I didn't think it was that good. I didn't even um, rate it. It's not even here. Oh, wow. I've currently watched 585 films. So oh, you can call gosh. me a film connoisseur if you want. The majority of them are Hallmark movies that I watched with my mom. So don't be... Don't <sighs> think that I'm, like, really good at movies. Because they're just Hallmark movies. Yeah. Um... So, the next one, what what are you thinking? Oh, the next one was one that I wanted to talk about, Sunburn. Uh, yeah, I've not, I've literally never heard of this. Yeah. Is it A24? Or is it no, just, it's just an indie? it's just old. Oh, it's just old. Okay. It's from 1999. <laughs> oh. It's from 1999. That's the year after I was born. Yeah, you were one year old when, yeah, on, when it was released. Um, and your man's is in this? Yeah. That's how old he is. Okay, stop, moving on. Stop, Moving stop. on, whatever. Don't attack Killian Murphy. Okay, so... <laughs> I love Killian Murphy. We we've, know. We've talked about this before. He's the male Meryl Streep of our age. And so I've watched so many of his films. And because of my love for his acting, uh, for his acting, for the art, I watched this film, even though I knew it was a coming of age film and mm-hmm. I knew that I would hate it. And then I did. Um, it was super, super slow. It's basically about him just being an annoying, like, mm-hmm. I don't know, like, 20 year old Mm -hmm. who like or I think he's like 18 or 19 who can't get his life together and so he goes to America and just can't get his life together again because it starts in Ireland and then though at the end my favorite part which I'll read from my letterbox review (laughs) is that loved the end sequence of Killian running through weeds and falling in the mud he kind of deserved it and somehow this (laughs) helped his reputation or redemption arc just to see him lose his shoe in the water I like that. That was the best part of the film, is just literally watching him struggle, because he annoyed me so much throughout the film, because he just couldn't get it together. Yeah. Honestly, and take some accountability. Well, I do take accountability, but I can't get it together. <laughs> no, 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 no. You haven't. This you is haven't a different time. It's a different yeah, yeah. time. Okay, and okay. so literally, I'm not even sure if it was worth watching for Killing Murphy, because it's just another really bad, I'm really sorry. generic coming-of-age film. Yeah, I see you gave it two stars. That's not good. No, and I'm usually very generous yeah. with giving You stars. really are. You really are. Um, <laughs> I need to say Yeah, down. I haven't seen that one, so I can't comment on it. One, I mean, I don't know. What is one Coming, you have seen, though? Um, eighth grade. Eighth grade. Ooh, okay. So this one's interesting. I started watching it, I don't know, like right after it came out and was like available for illegal downloading. Okay. Um, so I guess, I don't know when that was. But we're just really sponsoring was, a lot of good ideas here. Yeah. The, the opening <laughs> intro and now this. Yeah. Well, whatever. It's fine, kids. Um, and I couldn't even finish it because it was that cringeworthy. And it just, it wasn't one of those things that like the acting was bad. It was like the acting was so good that I actually thought that I was in eighth grade again. And it just gave me war flashbacks and I couldn't deal. It was like whenever they were in that pool party scene, I have felt that immensely i have had like my friends whenever we were younger like there was this girl who always had a pool party every year because she had a really nice big house and like it, she had a really nice big pool and it was like the same type of house as in the movie eighth grade where like there was a top deck on the second level and you walk down the stairs and there's like big windows and doors that like she was looking out out of looking down at the pool below her and i'm like that was me and i literally like 
couldn't do it anymore. So I had to turn it off because it was so real. And it's like, I don't know. I don't know why anyone would want to capture that much awkwardness in a film. (laughs) But I don't know. I mean, I'm glad he did. It was good. I think I rated it well. Why did I just put my phone down? I think I rated it well. I think it was just too much because it was too real. I haven't seen the film, so I can't comment. But if it's that awkward, I don't want to watch it. Yeah, I mean... Secondhand embarrassment is 100% a thing. I Yeah, I gave this one four experience. stars, too. And, like, it has really, really good ratings. And I love Bo Burnham, and he's really great. But, like I said, it was just really... I mean, I just had a really traumatic middle school experience. So... <laughs> but, I, I mean, don't did. we all? like? I've literally, I've never <laughs> seen the movie, but you're, like... D- the pool party like the pool party and i'm like ah yes the middle school pool exactly everyone has had that moment and it's such an iconic and i don't want to relive it though yeah and it's like uh, like you just know what i'm talking about where everyone's so awkward and everyone's like literally their bodies are weird and we're all wearing bathing (laughs) bathing suits around each other and it's just oh it's just a mess and i yeah and she's so awkward but like she's just great like i feel like in real life she's a great person but, like, she played the part so well. Like, and that's why I think I rated it high because I'm like, this was really good. Yeah. But, yeah, it was just a lot. So if you had a great middle school experience, go ahead and watch it and see what it was like for the rest of us. Because... Also, please leave a comment about why you had a great middle school experience. Yeah, tell I would us love the magic. To know. <laughs> I love to know how that happened. Yeah, for real. Because I had, like, braces and was wearing justice clothing. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't cute. Oh, yeah, I literally and I think, like a mess. Um, what's the term? I, like, my nose was too big. I hadn't grown into my facial oh, features yeah, yeah, yet. Oh, yeah, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, mm-hmm. so I was just not... Mm-hmm. It wasn't a look. Yeah. But one we have seen... Both of us. Yes, is Pretty in Pink. Mm-hmm. And you we, don't like that one, though. I don't like it, no. <sighs> Tell I me think, why. Okay, I don't know. It's just... First of all, the whole movie spans, like, maybe two months, max, and at the end, uh, Blaine (laughs) says, I love you, and I'm just like, first of all, it was really awkward, and then second of all, why? You've literally known each other for two months. (laughs) Um, And then the best part of the film, in my book, was Ducky, and he straight up, like, broke the fourth wall right as the film closed, and that was the only good thing about it. But then Mm -hmm. I I wanted Ducky and Andy to end up together, and they didn't. And so they just kind of, I don't know. I felt like they were hinting at it the whole time, and then they just kind of let it drop. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, I just, it once again was just so basic. So it over-dramatizes high schoolers and all their teenage angst. And Okay, but, like, yeah. I don't want to say that you didn't go to a traditional high school, but, like, you didn't go to, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. so I, I understand where you're coming from, but... I mean, whenever I'm student teaching right now, I mean, it's bad. Like, oh, no. it's, there's, I mean, they're not over, they're not being over dramatic. They really aren't. I mean, these movies, like, they're very realistic when it comes to high school. Mm. And, because I see it every day. And it's like, That's yeah, really people are really dramatic. But I will admit, this wasn't one of the best 80s movies with Molly Ringwald in it. Like, you know, there's kind of like that genre. Like, yeah. I love her in um, Sixteen Candles. I think that's a coming-of-age movie. I would consider yeah, it. it is. I think that one's really, really good. Yeah. I really like um, Breakfast Club. I would consider okay, yeah. that coming-of-age. Breakfast Club, I use... So, my thing is with the coming-of-age films is that they just always feel very contrived and very, mm-hmm. like, forced. And while I 
Breakfast Club has hints of it, but it is by far the best of the genre. Yeah. And that it's not irritating to watch. Yeah. I will admit that Pretty in Pink is, like, Pretty in Pink wasn't directed by John Hughes, but it was written by John Hughes. Like, he Mm -hmm. helped write it. And so John Hughes is literally my favorite, one of my favorite directors of all time. He has so many great movies like Breakfast Club, Ferris Bueller, Sixteen Candles, Weird Science. I love Weird Science. You need to watch it. It's I've so never funny. seen it. Okay. Um, Add it so, to the watch list. Yeah. And, but he's written like, you know, all the 80 movies that you could think of pretty okay. much. And so, yeah, I think the fact that he didn't direct it made Pretty in Pink worse. Not to shade whoever the director was, but it should have <laughs> been John Hughes and it would have been better. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I will, I will take that as a... As a solid yeah. criticism of that. Yeah, he also helped write Home Alone, oh. Christmas Vacation, um, Regular Vacation. He helped write Made in Manhattan. Um, I had no idea about all this. Yeah, he's really, really good. This should have been a fun fact of the opening window. Mm-hmm. Huh. Oh, yeah. No, I could go on about him. I love him. Um, I think he does a really great job. Wow. Yeah. But I love 80s movies, so that's just me. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Everyone has their own taste. That's yeah. okay. But something interesting that transitions us into our next topic is that I, as stated previously, am not a fan of the genre of coming-of-age films, and neither is my mom, because I was like, don't watch Sunburn from 1999. Mm-hmm. Not worth your time. <laughs> Uh, I was like, just a bad coming-of-age film. And she goes, oh, yeah, I usually don't like coming-of-age films either. And this is, goes back to something that we've talked about mm, in our yeah. own lives, is that <laughs> we are just gradually becoming our mothers, like slowly just morphing yeah, day by day. It's actually really scary. Yeah, it's so wild. Because whenever you're younger, you like look at your parents and you're like, I'm never going to do anything like them. I'm going to do the opposite of what they mm-hmm. told me, blah, 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 And then now that I get older, I'm like, oh my gosh, my parents were right. Mm-hmm. And I'm becoming my mother. And I just it's start really doing terrifying. Things like yeah, and well, I'm like, I hate this. <laughs> my mom, she'll be like, oh my gosh, I'm becoming your grandmother. And also, like, it, it's just everybody. <laughs> like, it doesn't stop. <laughs> I know. So then eventually you'll become your grandmother. I Oh, wow. I didn't think about it that way. Yeah. Yeah, because, like, if your mom becomes uh, your grandma and you become your mom, then eventually you'll it, become your grandma. We're just pushing down the line. Uh-huh. Mm, and yeah. your kid will become like you. Oh, interesting. I know. Spooky. Uh, no. I just... I don't know. I... Becoming your parents is a thing, and it just, It is. And it's so interesting, too, because being out of state for school, you're, like, separated, so you're Mm -hmm. out of the house, separated, hours away, and yet you still feel it occurring. You're like, well, here it is. I know. I, like, am gone away from my family, I don't know, over 300 days out of the year, I Uh want to say, and yet I'm still becoming them, and it's really terrifying, and I didn't know that their, I don't know, their thoughts and their like, beliefs and ideals were going to be passed down to me as much as they were, but they have, and it's kind of terrifying. So, yeah. Yeah, I don't know if I have anything else to add to that. Just that that's the way it is sometimes, I I guess. Yeah, I mean, I guess we all got to become old eventually. Yeah, I just, like, my, my thought pattern, the way I do things, the way I approach problems... It's just all becoming the exact yeah. same. It's just the way it is. 
Which is also, back to coming of age films, is funny because like when you're in middle school, you're like, <laughs> no, I'm not doing that. And now I'm like, how would my mother roast these carrots? An yeah. actual thought from me today. Yeah, I know. The fact that I was a middle schooler once is really terrifying as well. It's so embarrassing. It is. Like, I want to apologize to everyone that I came into contact at that point in my life. Yeah. I just want to be like, I'm sorry. <laughs> just straight up. Yeah. I'm so sorry. Just apologize. I also, like, want all photos deleted. I'm yeah. like, oh, gosh. I have a bunch, and I'm kind of glad I do, because then I can show my kids how annoying I looked. Yeah. And they're I'm really like, excited for it. Yeah, they're, like, kind of funny- if, like, you're showing them to the right people, I suppose. Yeah. Like, I guess I wouldn't, like, die if I showed you, like, they're funny. Yeah. But, like, if anyone outside of, like, a, a circle of, like, four or five people saw them, I would uh-huh. just be like, um, please don't look at these photos yeah. from seventh grade. I know. It would just be too much. It really would. Yeah. <sighs> There's a lot of trauma to look back over. Yeah. <laughs> this episode is really depressing honestly we've just got... talked about the things that we hate uh-huh. um which includes coming of age films middle school and then how we're just becoming our parents which and yeah and that was it. we're gonna die one day <laughs> yeah. it's just uh, it's just a really traumatic depressive episode i'm sorry this is only the third one and we were supposed to keep it upbeat and i think we did the first two you gotta yeah the peaks and the troughs uh-huh we're in a trough we're right in a now trough? And then we'll be back for another peak. Yeah, hopefully at episode next four. Yeah, we'll we'll come back with something good and exciting because <laughs> this was a little much. Even this was for not me. planned. We were so excited. Me too. And then I think we just got tired. Yeah, <laughs> it's late. It's past my bedtime. It's almost nine o'clock. I am I in bed to, by nine. I go to bed at nine o'clock now too. Yes, it's I really up, fun. It re- it's so good. Yeah, it's it's and really then, fun. <laughs> and then I wake up. I wake up at like five thirty, five forty five in the morning, and I like jumpstart my day. Yeah, and. And it's so refreshing. It's well, so refreshing. Well, I have to wake up. Well, it's really bad because I've been waking up kind of late now. And I, like, am zooming to school. Like, should I say how fast I'm going? I'm not. But I'm going very fast. And I, it's because I just am so tired and I just, I don't know. How do people do it? How am I going to, like, live this work life for the rest of my life? Like, how do people get a job Every day, and they wake up every day and do the same job. I don't know. I just lose it. Okay, back to being our parents, though. Again, my parents, my dad straight up goes to bed at 10 p.m. every single night. Yeah. And growing up, we had a really strict bedtime of 9 p.m. Uh-huh. And that was so, like, he would have, like, one hour to, like, watch TV yeah. and, like, not be annoyed by us. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, but, like, now I'm like, okay, I get it. Like, you had to go to bed at 10 p.m. Mm-hmm. And, like, just the way I have to go to bed at 9 p.m. I know. So I can wake up at 5.30. Because, like, if you think about it, my dad went to bed at the latest at 10 p.m. And then he woke up at, like, 6. So yeah. if I'm waking up at 5.30, I've got to go to bed. I mean, I could... I'm in bed at 9 and then yeah. sleep at 9.30. Yeah. So, same thing. I'm like, i got to get that it's sleep It's just bed. how life is. I don't know. Yeah. And, like, <sighs> previous years in college, I it was just not an option to do that. Yeah. I just had to function on lesser sleep. But now that the opportunity has presented yeah. itself, I'm like, I'm taking it. No, I remember sophomore year, I was just having the time of my life. My class, my earliest class didn't start until 1 p.m. Oh, my gosh. So, I literally would wake up at noon every day. I'd go to bed at, like, 2 a.m. And I'd wake up. <laughs> At That's noon, so I would not eat breakfast. I'd go to class, or I'd literally swing by the sorority house, get a to-go box. Like, Zoom I'd park zone. illegally, get a to-go box, 
then go to my class at 1 p.m. and eat my food, and then go to class at 2 p.m., and then I'd come back home. Okay, I've, I've never done that. I, that was my life. That was amazing. Like, I wish I could go back to that. I That's like, what college is like, folks. No, okay, no, no, no. I had 8 a.m.s at least Yeah, but you were, like, in period. science. But I really, I yeah. honestly really, I didn't love having 8 a.m.s. But I enjoy being up early. So I know now I that I have. Lifestyle. Yeah, now that I have to actually be up early, I feel like I'm accomplishing a lot more. Oh and yeah, like you really just yeah. get started on your. Day. I did kind of feel sluggish and out of it whenever I was waking up at noon, especially because everyone went to bed early, and I'd be like the weird crackhead up at two a.m. Mm-hmm. like doing stuff, and no one was responding to me ever. So it kind of inhibited my social like calendar i guess because i'd be like they'd be like you want to go get lunch i'm like sorry i don't wake up until noon (laughs) so yeah it was a mess well there we go that was a little more uplifting yeah threw that in yeah i think that That we have really good sleep schedules yeah, we is that do uplifting now. or is that just boring? I think that's that boring. we have good sleep schedules. <laughs> I think at this point everyone has logged off the podcast. <laughs> They're like, okay, we get it. You know how to sleep well yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, well, well, I guess that's it for this episode. Yeah, and we'll call it quits. Yeah, hopefully next week will be a little bit better. Yeah. Yeah. See you next Sunday. Peace. <laughs>